Welcome to the October 20th front page articles of the Angus Beef Bulletin Extra. Thanks for joining us on Angus Beef Bulletin Audio. I'm Casey Brown, Managing Editor of Audio for the Angus Beef Bulletin. As we get started, if you have questions or comments, please let us know at abbeditorial at angus.org. Encouraging the Next Generation Passing on a ranch means passing on a land ethic by Heather Smith Thomas. Craig and Connie French understand the importance of passing on a land ethic to the next generation, and they want to make sure their ranch will stay productive into the future. The Frenches of C. Lazy J. Livestock near Malta, Montana, were the 2020 recipients of the Montana Leopold Conservation Award. They have been ranching together since 1991, starting on a ranch that was homesteaded by Craig's great-grandfather in 1910. We met in college, and after we got married, we worked at a guest ranch near Yellowstone Park a couple of years and started a family, Connie says. Then Craig's parents were expanding their ranch and wondered if we'd like to come back to the ranch. The couple worked with Craig's parents for 25 years before purchasing their own place on the family ranch's northern border. They added the cattle into the management plan and managed the cattle in common. About five years ago, Craig's parents did estate planning, and other family members decided they wanted to come back and try their hand at ranching. We decided this was the opportunity to do our own thing and pursue our own ideas, Connie says. Now it's just Craig and Connie working together on their own place, but their son Tyler would like to ranch with them. He is an Air Force pilot and was deployed to Afghanistan. While there, he realized his heart was in ranching, Connie says. He asked us to gather some books on ranching and land stewardship and send them to him. Several neighbors recommended books. One was Alan Savory's book on holistic resource management. After doing some reading, Tyler sent the books back to his parents. He insisted we read them too. He pushed us and that's what we needed, Connie says. Earlier, Craig and Connie had attended a one-day natural resources conservation service grazing workshop taught in their area. This was a light bulb moment, Connie says. We realized we had not been doing the best we could do for our land, and we knew we could improve. They had always considered themselves good land stewards, but they realized the future of the ranch was tied to healthy soils and grass. This introduction to holistic management called into question some of their traditional thinking. She and Craig started looking for more workshops, schools, and seminars. Craig, Connie, and Tyler attended the Ranching for Profit School. They got excited about changing direction and figuring out what they could do to start making a difference. Tyler was still in the military, but he came home to the ranch whenever he was on leave and helped when he could. At the time, we were still ranching with Craig's parents and running the yearling herd on the main ranch, Connie shares. We started using electric fence and trying to intensify grazing management and had some nice success. This motivated us even further. More recovery time allowed perennial vegetation to flourish in a semi-arid environment of short prairie grass, resulting in better forage and wildlife habitat. The Frenches had joined Ranching for Profit's Executive Link program offered to alumni. Connie says it was a phenomenal experience with wonderful people who supported and encouraged them. When the time came to make the decision to leave Craig's parents' ranch and start out on their own, they had the courage and confidence to do so. We also feel it was a God thing. We realized there were certain things we needed that had to happen for us to be able to make it on our own, and uncannily, it all fell into place, she says. This also gave us confidence that we were on the right road, and thinking there was a reason for this, that maybe we were meant to help other people, she she adds. 
Maybe we could set an example for others to have the courage to try this road, and that maybe this is how we are supposed to take care of this land. Craig and Connie have three children. Tyler, their oldest, is still in the military, but will finish his commitment in the spring of 2023. At that point, he and his wife Carolyn plan to come back to the ranch with their two children and give ranching a try. We're working hard to build up our business enough to support this extra family, Connie says. Craig and Connie have engaged their three children in ranch planning. They also recognize that even if the kids don't take over the ranch, they would like to pass on a ranch operation that is sustainable, both environmentally and economically. Editors note Heather Smith-Thomas is a freelance writer and a cattlewoman from Salmon, Idaho. Association Perspective. Scholarship opportunities are available to young commercial cattle producers using Angus Genetics by Levi Landers with the American Angus Association. As producers of Angus cattle, we know the value of our youth and the importance of education. We want the next generation to be better than the previous generation. We know that college is difficult to pay for and can be unattainable for some without a little assistance. The Angus Foundation, along with the American Angus Association, has developed scholarship opportunities exclusively for commercial producers who use registered Angus genetics within their operation. In 2022, the Angus Foundation awarded $6,000 to qualified applicants to further their education. One of the unique things about these scholarships is that they are not just for students who are university-bound. They can also be used by students seeking education through a vocational program. In this current economy, the cost of everyday business is increasing at a rapid pace. One of the biggest challenges is skilled labor. I would encourage everyone to look at educating family members to a level that will help their operation continue to be successful for generations to come. To be eligible for these scholarships, make sure when you purchase a registered Angus bull or female that the breeder transfers the animal to you or to a family member interested in the scholarship program. There are several reasons to have the papers transferred, and this is one way for your Angus seed stock provider to give back to the buyers who have made this breed so successful. The parameters of these scholarships are as follows. The Angus Foundation is extending the scholarship program to young men and women using Angus sires or dams in their commercial operation. These youth and or their parents and guardians must use Angus genetics in their breeding program. Eligible youth must be pursuing an undergraduate degree or a vocational program at an accredited institution of higher education. Applications are due May 1st. Once a qualified application has been determined complete and eligible for review, it will be considered by the Angus Foundation Scholarship Selection Committee composed of two Angus Foundation representatives, two Angus industry representatives, and one beef cattle industry leader. Emphasis will be placed on an applicant's knowledge of the cattle industry and their perspective of the Angus breed. Winners will be notified in July or earlier. If you have any questions regarding this tremendous opportunity, feel free to contact myself, which is Levi, or Jacqueline Upperman, Executive Director of the Angus Foundation at 816-383-5147. Applications are available on this article online. Editor's note, Levi Landers serves as a regional manager covering the states of Colorado and Nebraska. News and Notes. Get a quick read on industry tidbits from around the country. This month's News and Notes includes how to learn more about candidates vying for the American Angus Association Board of Directors, the National Pork Producer Council, oral arguments presented to the U.S. Supreme Court on Proposition 12, 
the Biden-Harris administration's investment in school lunches, an opportunity to put the CAB brand on your barn, and Google's adding of a sustainability feature to its search fun- function. Listen to interviews of board candidates. The American Angus Association has a strong history, but those looking to the future are tasked with preserving and improving it. That takes members who are willing to volunteer for leadership roles. This year, seven candidates are vying for the five open positions on the American Angus Association Board of Directors. Elections will take place Monday, November 7th, during the 139th Annual Convention of Delegates at the Angus Convention in Salt Lake City, Utah. The Angus Journal asked each candidate about their background, the direction of the breed, and what they'd bring to a seat on the board in a series of audio interviews. Hear directly from each of the candidates, Rob Adams, Art Butler, Joe Epperly, Robert Groom, Alan Mead, Henry Smith, and Roger Wynn, in a set of interviews available online. NPPC, AFBF, offer oral arguments on Proposition 12. The National Pork Producers Council and American Farm Bureau Federation presented oral arguments on NPPC versus Ross before the U.S. Supreme Court challenging the constitutionality of California Proposition 12. This is a historic day for American farmers, NPPC said in an official statement October 11th. As we've contended since 2018, one state should not be able to regulate commerce in another state and set arbitrary standards that lack any scientific, technical, or agricultural basis. NPPC presented a strong case and is confident in its arguments presented to the Supreme Court justices. We appreciate the support of the Biden administration and look forward to the court's decision. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association reaffirmed its support for the NPPC's position. While this case is not focused on cattle producers, the precedent set by the court will determine all producers' ability to engage in interstate commerce, said NCBA Vice President of Government Affairs Ethan Lane. NCBA strongly supports economic freedom for all livestock producers to sell their high-quality protein from coast to coast. And we join NPPC in urging the Supreme Court to reject unconstitutional mandates on agricultural production. Earlier this year, NCBA filed an amicus brief before the court arguing that California's mandates on livestock production methods violated the Dormant Dormant Commerce Clause of the Constitution. Opening the door to state-level mandates creates a patchwork of rules that unreasonably restricts cattle producers' ability to conduct business across state lines. $80 million invested to improve nutrition in school meals. During National School Lunch Week, October 10th through 14th, the Biden-Harris administration announced $50 million in grants for schools to invest in new food service equipment that will allow them to continue serving nutritious meals. The funding adds to the $30 million in equipment grants that the administration gave schools earlier this year. The added support for school meals and child nutrition builds on the momentum from last month's White House conference on hunger, nutrition, and health, where the administration unveiled a national strategy to end hunger and reduce diet-related disease by 2030. Ensuring access to nutritious school meals is one of the best investments we can make in our fight to end child hunger and improve health, said Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack. As we celebrate the valiant efforts of school nutrition professionals across the country this National School Lunch Week, USDA is doubling down on our commitment to helping schools overcome challenges, including higher food prices and continued supply chain disruptions. 
These additional resources will allow schools to provide healthy, appealing meals by meeting vital food service equipment needs. USDA provides grants grant funds to states which use a competitive application process to award them to school districts that participate in the National School Lunch Program. School districts can use the funds to purchase upgraded equipment that will support serving healthier meals, including those sourced from local foods, implementing scratch cooking, establishing or expanding school breakfast, storing fresh food, and improving food safety. These grants are the latest in a series of efforts to financially support school meals and ensure the nation's children are nutritionally secure. Last month, USDA launched the first phase of a $100 million Healthy Meals Incentives Initiative, which will award grants for small and rural schools to improve meal quality. The request for applications is open to all non-governmental organizations through November 28, 2022. Later this year, FNS will announce the second and final phase of the initiative that will expand nutritious food options for school meals through collaboration with food industry partners. Angus Foundation to sell CAB barn painting at Angus Convention. The Angus Foundation is offering the chance at a highly desired certified Angus beef barn painting at the 2022 Angus Convention in Salt Lake City. The painting will be auctioned off at the annual American Angus Association Awards Dinner and Reception Sunday, November 6th. Funds raised will help further the Foundation's mission of supporting Angus education, youth, and research. In 2018, CAB celebrated 40 years in business with the Brand the Barn campaign, painting 40 barns belonging to Angus breeders in 25 states across the country with the certified Angus Beef brand logo. In response to the campaign, many Angus enthusiasts have joined the waiting list to have their own barn painted. The foundation will offer breeders the chance to skip the line and proudly represent the brand on their operation. This is a unique opportunity to show your pride for CAB while also supporting the future of the Angus breed, said Jacqueline Upperman, Angus Foundation Executive Director. The winning bidder will gain a beautiful barn painting and can feel fulfilled knowing they've helped continue the Angus legacy. CAB will commission artist Troy Freeman to brand the winning bidder's barn and will also provide $1,000 for the barn owner to host a celebration event in conjunction with the barn painting. Bidders need not be present to purchase the offering. For more information about this opportunity, contact Upperman at jupperman at angus.org. To learn more about the 2022 Angus Convention, visit um, www.angusconvention.com. Google adds environmental impact feature to search function. Google search director Hima Budaraju um, announced in September that Google is offering information about the environmental effect of items you might be searching for to buy. For example, those researching a car purchase can compare tailpipe emissions, while those searching for a recipe for chili can compare recipes based on the environmental effect of the ingredients. Google is sourcing the information from the United Nations, said Budaraju. Budaraju. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association October 11th denounced Google's decision to bias consumers against beef through their new sustainability search function, saying it provides inaccurate climate information on cattle production. Google is using its billions of dollars of resources to target cattle producers and ignore the science that demonstrates beef sustainability and value to the environment, says NCBA President Don Schiefelbein, a Minnesota cattle producer. Cattle producers have a demonstrated record of continuous improvement, which has led to the United States recording the lowest global greenhouse gas emissions from beef, 
while contributing to food security for the world. Additionally, cattle production protects green space, upcycles grass and forages, and provides consumers with a lean protein source packed with essential nutrients. Google should seriously reconsider this feature. Livestock play an important role in protecting open spaces and account for only a very small portion of greenhouse gas emissions. Eliminating all livestock in the United States and removing beef from the diet would only reduce greenhouse gas emissions by 0.36% globally. NCBA is urging Google to consider the science of beef production before making this new feature widely available. It is concerning that a tool with the potential for a broad global reach would encourage consumers to swap one ingredient for another, despite well-established science. U.S. beef farmers and ranchers have been dedicated to sustainability for decades. As a result, the United States produces the most sustainable beef in the world. Still, farmers and ranchers are committed to continued improvement and innovation and to producing high-quality, sustainable beef for generations to come. Since this new Google search tool will utilize UN data, we hope they will include the UN data that accurately outlines beef's role in sustainable diets. For example, per the UN, the United States has had the lowest beef greenhouse gas emissions intensity in the world since 1996, while also contributing significantly to global food security, producing 18% of the world's beef with just 6% of the cattle. According to the EPA, methane from beef cattle only represents 2% of all greenhouse gas emissions in the United States. If all livestock in the United States were eliminated and every American followed a vegan diet, greenhouse gas emissions would only be reduced by 2.6%, or 0.36% globally. While the beef industry is also committed to sustainability, reducing beef consumption in the U.S. is not a realistic or impactful solution for curbing climate change. We sincerely hope Google will take this into account before offering its newest feature.